Hunts deep into 2023 Let's recap back to January Queen B singing in Dubai Filmed illegally Doja Cat stoned head to toe in Scaparelli Kylie announced the name of her second baby Noah Schnapp came out Selena versus Haley. February The Chinese spy balloon burst A man like Harry winning Grammys was apparently a first Ariana DeBose and her BAFTA rap curse Ice Spice and her iconic da 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 verse March Taylor's Harris tour began Everybody freaking out about a TikTok ban Nobody could eat a piece of toast like he can They prepared an orange jumpsuit for an orange man April, AI got out of control Ariana came and dropped a message for the people Kim K landed a Ryan Murphy role Party posters were posted by every local May, Chris Brown and Usher Melee Met Gala was a furry little problematic sleigh British man gets a hat at his little party And that has been your year and we're not even halfway Alright, now that uh, you're caught up in the year Let's get this janky shit started. Janky town, yeah. hit the ground. Yeah. We can get the janky poppin', that's a sound. Yeah. Yeah. We make your frown, yeah. go upside down. Yeah. It's getting janky, we the greatest pound for pound. What up, Dave? Yeah. What up, Dave? Yeah. What up, bro? Yeah. What up, James? Yeah. What up, Dave? Yeah. What up, Dave? It's getting janky, it's getting janky. I love it when we jank around. It's getting janky, it's getting janky, it's getting janky. I love it when we jank around. Janky! Town. What up, Janksters? It is episode 129 of Janky Town. It's me, Dave, uh, formerly the king of Mexico, but um, I really don't go by that anymore. It's just, just me, Dave. Hi, I'm Dave. You can reach Janky Town on Twitter and Instagram at JankyTown69, or you could email at JankyTown69 at gmail.com. Well, uh, we're going to move away from Spotify and Apple and all the other uh, podcast platforms and move exclusively, well, semi-exclusively to Patreon. And you can find us at patreon.com forward slash janky town now it's not i'm not going to move completely away from the free platforms uh i will be posting one episode a month just to kind of keep you updated and and if you know you don't want to pay that's cool like you know i, I still want to provide janky town to you so i will be giving one free a month on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. But if you do want to join me on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash jankytown, uh, new tiers, who dis? We got some new tiers for you. Now, some people are already Patreon members and are like, what? What are you talking about new tiers? Yes, we are getting rid of the $2 tier and the $25 tier. So the $2 tier was called the Nope tier. And uh, that was just, you know, a great contribution. Uh, thank you for supporting. Um, but we are going to get rid of that. Uh, if you are already a $2 tier member, don't worry. I'm not deleting it until everybody moves along or quits or whatever. But yeah, if, you, if you're a $2 tier member... It's not changing for you, but it will no longer be available to everyone else. I guess that goes the same for you got to fly on your head, which was our top tier platform at $25. But if you are currently a top tier member, uh, you got to fly on your head member. 
I want you to downgrade. So what we're going to do now is we're going to have two tiers for Janky Town. First, we're going to have the Anyways tier, which was an original tier. It's $5 a month. Pretty much, uh, it's it's me saying thank you so much for supporting Janky Town. And what do you get for that $5, you may ask? Well, you get the podcast, pretty much. Yeah, that's what you get. You get the podcast. Uh, you get access to the podcast and the Patreon page, which I am going to be more active on moving forward starting June 1st. Um, you could also do our new top tier, which will be the Squish tier. And this is where all my favorite Jenkses hang out. So all I can say is squish, squish, squiggly, squish. Now, what's included in the squish tier? Well, of course, you get the episodes, access to the Patreon page. You will get a personalized video message from me, Dave. Hi, I'm Dave. Yes, I will make you a, a video once a year thanking you for for being a member and if you want to customize that video you just tell me and then be like hey write me a video for my birthday or for christmas or for arbor day or for veterans day whatever i got you i got you you need a video i got you if you're the the squish member um one person a month will get to co-host an episode with me so that includes the planning of the episode because since you're a top tier member i want you to be involved and you know i want to know what you want to talk about it could be serious it could be funny it could be stupid it could be interesting it doesn't matter you're the co-host for that episode and uh we're gonna plan it together now i'm starting a new uh what's it called uh perk yes that's what it is perk which may be fun it could be fun and it may not be fun for me (laughs) But I thought I'd give it a try. I thought this might be pretty cool. Um, If you're a member of the Squish tier at $15 a month, you're going to get access to an all-new Jankytown WhatsApp group chat with me and the other Squish tier members. Now, we could all share uh, ideas, funny things we've seen on the internet, videos, you know, brag about where we're at. I don't know what this chat will entail, but I think it could be fun and get us a little closer to each other and have a connection. So yeah, that's uh that's that's the update for for Patreon. And starting June first, it's gonna be exclusive. Janky Town will be semi-exclusive to Patreon with one episode a month on Apple and Spotify. So I hope to uh, see you all there at jankytown.com. Nope. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash Jankytown. I hope you join us and uh, start building this little uh, community that we have. Speaking of our community, uh, for this past week, I uh, put together something for our top tier members, which was Jankaroki, which I thought was a good idea because it's everybody loves to do karaoke, right? So I rented a room and invited some some janksters who are, are formerly our top tier members of You Gotta Fly On Your Head. And some of them came down and visited. Now, there were a lot who couldn't make it because it, it was all the way in L.A. But I appreciate everyone who reached out and said, you know, thanks for the invite, but can't make it. Now, I, I thought the people who made it down, janksters, we had some fun, right? 
we had some fun. Um, I I thought I would start off the the Janky Town Jankaroki with a nice uplifting song. So I decided to do this Rihanna song. Lift me up. Now, if you've never heard that song, it's not the biggest uh, mood pumper song that, that Rihanna has. It's actually her latest song from the Black Panther uh, Wakanda Forever soundtrack. And it is a very sad song. So I thought it would be fun to start with that song. Now, I thought I held my own. I mean, the Jenkses were there had no idea what song it was, but it was fun. And uh, I thought I, I crushed it. And I sing as well as Rihanna. Um, but then uh, I passed the mic to the Janksters, and man, let me tell you, they they kind of shocked me. Now, first, uh, the, f- the first one to take the mic was was uh, Jankster Andrew, and he busts out the classic, you know, Blink One Eighty Two, "I Miss You." So, where are you? Ain't I'm so sorry. So that was fun singing that, you know. Um, and then Monica, Jankster Monica comes out and just crushes a couple of Selena songs. So biddy biddy bum bum biddy 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 bum bum biddy bum biddy bum biddy bum bum that was uh being sang. Now did I understand the words? Hell no. I, I had no idea what the what she was saying, but I understood biddy biddy bum bum. And then we get to uh Jankster Rachel Lipnicki. Now if you don't know she is from Michigan and she will tell you that. But her her uh, karaoke songs surprised me. Because you got this little female, Rachel. And the song comes on. And it's Eminem. She chose Eminem. And then just started crushing it. Rapping hard. Saying all these bad words and and uh, I forgot what song it was. It weren't even the no- the normal songs that people would get from Eminem. She was picking some deep cuts and you know what? She crushed them. But overall, um, oh, and then I forgot. Uh, later, uh, Jankster, not Jankster. Uh, I guess he's a Jankster too. But old man Ruben, I hit him up and and uh, invited him over too because I thought the Janksters would like to see him and. And he came by, he came by after work. So Rubes, uh, thanks for stopping by. And I think you listen. I don't know, man. Sometimes you do, sometimes you don't. But it was cool having you and catching up. And uh, I hope to do it again. So uh, maybe we could do this for for all the, the Patreon members another day, either uh, karaoke night or just a meet up at a bar and hang out because that was so much fun catching up with the Janksas and learning about them. Cat, uh, Cat was there too. Um, she came after a work event, so I really appreciate it. She didn't want to sing though. That that kind of bummed me out. But she was she was having fun and 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 uh we had a great time. So thanks to all the janksters who made the way out to LA to come sing songs with me. And I appreciate you being a Patreon member. And we hope to do it again soon. So yeah, so maybe that's why you should join the Patreon for Janky Town, just because we'll hang out again. And have cool events like that. Now I hope everyone had a great weekend. Uh, I had a good weekend. Uh, I want to tell you about my trip to the Santa Barbara Zoo. Now 
Santa Barbara is not, their zoo is not very known. It's not very big either. But I got to say, it's one of my favorite zoos because it's so small and it gets you so close to the animals and their animal pens are pretty big. So each animal has a good amount of space for the big animals. You know, like you could get up to a gorilla up close and personal and look at its eyes and see it. Just see it could watch you watch it. And I think that's pretty cool. You could feed giraffes, the lions. Uh, you take their little train and you could see the lions from behind. And it's cool to see them with what they're doing when they think no one is watching, which is usually just sleep and lay down. But sometimes they look like cats. Took the fam out there uh, for Mother's Day. So it was a couple of weekends ago, but it was really fun. And if you have a chance to check out the Santa Barbara Zoo, I would I would recommend it. Now, here's where I got to ask you, Jenksis, for your recommendations, because I love zoos. And to me, the L.A. Zoo is not the best zoo. My favorite zoo by far is the San Diego Zoo. And I've been to that zoo, the L.A. Zoo and the Santa Barbara Zoo. And I think that's about it. It. I don't recall. Oh, and the, the Living Desert in Palm Springs and the Safari Park in San Diego, which is also part of the San Diego Zoo. Now, I'm sure you Jenkses have been to zoos across the world. Um, can you recommend which zoo I should go check out? Because I would love to check other zoos out. I know uh, the Washington, D.C. Zoo might still have giant pandas. The San Diego Zoo doesn't have them anymore, but they replaced them with red pandas thanks to uh, turning red. And you know what? They're quite popular now. When I first went to San Diego Zoo to see the giant pandas, the red pandas were in a small little cage across the street, across the way from the giant pandas. And now they're in those enclosures, but well-deserved. They, they got the, the call up to the big leagues. They got their own pens and they are just so damn cute. So if you have uh, recommendations of which which uh, zoos I should check out, please leave them on the Patreon page or hit me up on social media at jankytown69 or even at Dave DaveCom um, on Instagram and Twitter. That's Dave K0M. Now, after being to a couple of zoos lately, it got me thinking. There was one animal that was at all the zoos. They, pretty much every zoo has them. Every petting farm has them. And now I think I want one. And that is the tortoise. I think it would be so cool to have a tortoise. And I want to know if there are janksters out there that have tortoises that can either convince me to get one or convince me to not get one. Because I remember taking care of one when I was young and all we really had to do was uh, feed it lettuce. And that was it. And tomatoes. And fruits and vegetables are, are probably just vegetables, but it seemed easy. And then they go to sleep for a couple of months. So I think I want one for my backyard just to roam around and eat my grass. That'd be so cool. So uh, if you have a tortoise or you had a tortoise, let me know. Jankytown69 on Instagram and Twitter. Now, how about a new segment? It's called What's Bugging Me at This Moment? So, oh, I should come up with a theme song, right? A theme for it. Um, What's bugging me at this moment? I think I like that. So let's hear it again. What's bugging me at this moment? 
moment. <laughs> All right, so here's what's bugging me at this moment, and it's the Lakers. Now, it's not what you think. Yes, the Lakers are in the conference finals, and they are down 3-0, but that's not what's bugging me. What's bugging me is the fact that now that they are winning, all these motherfuckers, all these celebrities are coming out again and showing up to the Laker games to be seen on TV. Now, you have like Jack Nicholson who said that he was retired from going to the Laker games, all of a sudden coming back out, but Jack has been a true fan for a long time, so he gets a pass. And you know Flea. Flea is the man, though. Flea has always been a Lakers fan, and I give Flea props for being there from when the Lakers sucked to when they are winning championships. So Flea is the man and doesn't, he's not bugging me at all. But here's who's really bugging me. The motherfucking Kardashians. Seriously. Now that Tristan Thompson got picked up just before the playoffs, doesn't even play in the games. He doesn't even play in the games, mind you. But yet, here come all the Kardashians to hang out and be seen on TV holding up signs that say, oh, we're here for Tristan with with uh, Kim's daughter. You know, okay, cool. She wants to support her uncle. But it's this family, just Kris Jenner, uh, uh, Kim Kardashian. Uh, they're just out there showing up to be seen on TV at Laker games. And you know what? The fucking ABC, ESPN, they all show them. They just keep focusing on the Kardashians watching the Laker games. Now, it's so annoying because they were gone for so long. And now all of a sudden, they're back. And of course, they get screen time. They're getting posted about on Instagram, everywhere. They're, they're on all social medias because, ooh, let's go to Celebrity Row and see the stupid Kardashians and Corey Gamble and everybody. No one cares. We don't care about the Kardashians anymore. I mean, I never cared for them, but it seems like no one cares about their Hulu show. So why why are they still showing them? It's It's quite annoying. And I got to say, but like Kendall and Bad Bunny, yeah, they've been going to a couple of games. So good. Let them enjoy the games on their own. Don't need to show them. We're good. And that's bugging me so much right now. You know what else is bugging me? Artists. <laughs> yes, musicians. Any musician who do not take their fans seriously and don't respect their fans. Now, a couple of weeks ago, or actually a couple of months ago, it was Frank Ocean at Coachella. Played 30 minutes, was late, bounced out, and didn't even show up for weekend two. Got replaced. Whatever. Don't care. It happened again. This past weekend, Lil Wayne was performing at the Wiltern. And he shows up an hour late after this. he was supposed to be on stage. So mind you, he's already an hour late. So that's already disrespectful to the fans. So he comes on an hour late, starts performing, performs for about 30 minutes, brings out 2 chains, another huge rapper. So okay, that's not that's not bad. It's a cool surprise. But then 2 chains leaves. And then Lil Wayne brings out his Young Money artists. Now, People aren't there to see their Young Money artists. It wasn't like it was Lil Wayne and Young Money tour. You know, Nicki Minaj is not coming out, right? So all these new people 
were were brought to stage by Little Wayne. There was an artist named Lil Twist, Yaj Cater, and Alan Cubis. Now, who are these people and why are they performing on Lil Wayne's concert that was supposed to be the Carter, right? Like everyone's expecting to see Lil Wayne. And I get when you bring out your homies or or your, your even your new artists, but you don't leave the stage. You perform with them. So the crowd is just not feeling it. They're getting no, there's no reaction from the crowd. Some people are getting uneasy. And then Lil Wayne comes back out and gets on the mic and says, we appreciate it. But we ain't about to be bending over backwards for these folks. We worked too hard for this shit. We worked way too hard. He then turns to the crowd and says, This is my motherfucking artist, Alan. And that was Twist. That was Yaj. We are young money. We appreciate y'all time. He then puts the mic down and walks away. So, (laughs) he just quits the concert after about 40 minutes. And then just leaves. Now, what about all the people who paid for him? What about all his fans? Now, I know he's one of the greatest rappers and people consider him to be one of the greatest rappers alive right now. But I just think that's bullshit. And that's what's really bugging me right now. Respect your fans, man. Now, how about some? All right. I don't know who's going to Arby still, but I hear they have the meats. So (laughs) this story was quite disturbing. An Arby's in Louisiana found a body which is believed to be that of an employee inside one of their freezers. It was a Thursday night when an employee walked into the restaurant's freezer and discovered the lifeless body of a female. At this point, it is not known how long that woman was in the freezer. However, investigators believed it was an accident. Uh, New Iberia Police Captain Leonard Leister said a situation like this is unusual, so we're taking extra precautions during this investigation. We pretty much have completed our process at the crime scene after completely processing the crime scene. This does not seem like a homicide. It seems like an accident. Police say an autopsy will be conducted on the employee to determine the cause of the death and confirm her identity. So now if you get sick from Arby's, you might actually have a legit reason. And did you hear their new theme song? Bum, bum, tum, bum, 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 tum, tum. We have the Linda meats. Okay, that was pretty bad. Now, I'm not a foodie. And what does a restaurant have to do with what the fuck news? Well, this comes out of Los Angeles, where this hotspot, Horses, People are thinking it's going to close down now because the people who started Horses, which is this big spot, is big Italian spot on, uh, I believe it's on Sunset Boulevard. I have never been to it, but everyone who goes to it, I hear, raves about it. The owners are Liz Johnson and Will Agajanian. Now, they're getting divorced and a filing from their divorce was covered by the LA Times and it has come out that Will would abuse the cats and kill them. Now, according to the divorce filings, Johnson is alleged that Agajanian would also attempt to feed the cats to coyotes because he didn't like them. He also said that he would violently shake the cats late at night 
when they would die the next day. And then he would put the dead cats in the house trash can and insisted on keeping the corpses there. What is wrong with this guy? Now, if you also want to believe Twitter, they are saying that he would also please himself while abusing these cats. And man, I don't want to believe that. But now, Will also claims that he has a problem killing lobsters. So the the fact that that he's getting accused of this is outrageous. So, uh, oh my God, I people are just losing it and think that now horses is going to be closed. And you know what? I don't know. I've never been, so I don't care. I just thought the story was insane and definitely a part of news. Now, do you enjoy going into the ocean? Well, you might have to forget about it because killer whales are now attacking boats and they even sank one of them. And researchers want to know why. According to multiple reports, killer whales near the Iberian Peninsula have now attacked three boats, one of which sunk and appear to be teaching the youngs, the youngs, they're young to do the same. It is not something that has been observed before, and researchers believe that it tracks back to White Gladys, a female killer whale who say may have been traumatized by an interaction with a boat. They believe she may have had a collision with a boat or perhaps entrapped during illegal fishing. They don't know. But so far, the targets appear to have been sailboats. The orcas have been seen ramming the boats and intentionally ramming into the rudder. At first, I thought I had hit something, but then I quickly realized that it was an orca attacking the ship. Werner Schaffenlubber told Yacht. Um, the attacks were brutal. There were two smaller and one larger orcas. Uh, the two little ones shook the rudder while the big one kept running and then rammed the ship from under with full force. According to the report, uh, Schaffelberger and his crew were rescued by the Spanish Coast Guard before their ship sank. The orcas are doing this on purpose, Alfredo Lopez Fernandez, a representative with the Atlanta Orca Working Group, reportedly said. Per reports, more than 200 reports of orcas approaching or touching a boat have been made in the area since 2020. One report suggests that you should be on a boat that encounters killer whales in the sea. You should keep a low profile on deck and not enter the water with them. Now, why would you enter the water with them? But now that the fact that killer whales are now attacking boats, like they're so smart and so agile. Have you seen the jump? Like, I don't know if this whale saw blackfish or is upset over SeaWorld or something, but Man, we better watch out because they're like giant, just while well, they are dolphins, but they could easily just jump and land on a boat, smash it up, and then jump back into the ocean. Watch out, people. I don't think we're going on boats anymore. We lost the ocean to the killer whales. And that was news. Now, it's not often that I get FOMO from uh, social media. But this weekend, I, I'm kind of feeling it. I'm kind of feeling it. Out in Las Vegas, EDC is happening. Now, if you don't know what EDC is, it's the Electric Daisy Carnival, which happened to start here in Los Angeles. It's run by Insomniac. And now it got so big that they had to move it to Las Vegas. It's an all-night event. 
And it's one of my favorite festivals that I have ever been to. Now, here's here's why I like it. One, it starts at sundown. So that's already a plus, right? I mean, I guess it doesn't start at sundown because there's so many events around EDC. Like if you're camping, they have uh, EDC camp, they have yoga, they have a pool party. It, it's insane. They build a little city out there in Las Vegas at the Speedway. No one is trying to be cool. Everyone is just having a good time and you're seeing all the top DJs in the world perform at a three-day festival. The stages are insane. They're huge. They look amazing. There's so many of them. The music doesn't bleed into each other. You just walk around in the night and have just a great time. You're dancing with people you don't know. You make new friends. There's just so much to do there. And it lasts from like 7 a.m. I mean, 7 p.m. to about 7 a.m. If you haven't been, everyone should go at least once and experience Electric Daisy Carnival because it's an experience that will last with you your whole life. And I think everyone should experience that. But I thought it would be fun to give you my top five EDC experiences. Now, these are not music related at all because there is so many music related experiences that I honestly just don't remember them. I've been going for a lot of years and my memory is not that great. But here are five memories that I think are, are pretty cool. Starting with number five. Number five, the helicopter ride. If you don't know, getting to EDC is a pain in the ass. It can take sometimes one hour, two hours, three hours, four hours. You don't know. Like once I drove and it took me three and a half hours to get there. Another time I took a shuttle bus that took me an hour. It had its own route, which was awesome. But there's a company called Maverick Helicopters that offers helicopter rides to and from the festival. Now, this is how all the artists get there. This is how special VIPs get there. Uh, people who just know and don't want to deal with traffic, they, they hook it up with uh, helicopter rides. And I was lucky enough to get a ride to the venue from a helicopter. Now, why is it cool? Because one, you're taking off from the airport. Well, when you get there, you're greeted with... Uh, a DJ, there's a bar. So you, you get to uh, hang out and, and party before getting on the helicopter. And once you get on the helicopter, you take off and you're flying over Las Vegas. You're flying over the strip. And it only takes like about 10, 15 minutes from when you take off to when you land. But it is a damn beautiful sight to fly over the strip at night. So that was really cool. And then leaving the, the venue... You just get to see how crazy the the festival is, and I've left at sunrise and 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 seeing Vegas in daylight over. It's still pretty cool, and you land and you go home, and you're easy. You're in easy peasy in and out fifteen minutes. So the Las Vegas uh, helicopter ride, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And if you're lucky enough, you could take off while. They're doing the fireworks and the EDC fireworks are no joke. They are some of the coolest fireworks shows I've ever seen in my life. So big. They last so long. But yeah, the helicopter rides. All right. Number four. Number four is 
one of the times where we got dropped off, um, you have to go in a taxi line. And like I said, traffic is terrible. So it was our first year. We didn't know what to do. And it was me, Krista, and Kevdog. So we're leaving the festival and we don't know what we're doing. So we just see this huge ass line for taxis. And and uh, I don't even think we had Ubers back then. But we see an hour long line, like hours, just waiting in line for taxis. And there's a whole line of taxis. But you know how it is. So what does Krista do? She does what she does best. She goes, I ain't waiting in line and walks up to the guy getting the taxi, hands him a hundred dollars and just we get the next taxi. And look, it, look, we know that's kind of a dick move, but we paid the guy a hundred bucks. So that was a, a bitchin' move that got us home really fast. It was early in the morning. We were done. We weren't about to wait in an hour long line. So. Are we dicks? Maybe, but worth it. And it's one of my top five memories. Number three, Kevin and I met Kenny motherfucking G. Now, when you think EDC, you don't expect to see Kenny G there. But now, like Coachella, when they're bringing out these random guests, a lot of DJs are doing that now. They're bringing in these weird old peoples i mean metro boom and they're not even weird i guess because like i remember once metro Boomin bought brought out drake and at this time there was this dj called okay who had a song called thief that had a big saxophone hook and it was a pretty big song in the edm community so what he did was he brought out kenny g to perform that hook on stage and it was nuts it went off it people loved it but then Kevin and I were backstage and we run into Kenny G, have a quick chat with them, and we get a picture with them. But why why is it a top five memory? Because Kev Dog took the picture with glitter on his face. <laughs> I forgot that one of our friends was putting glitter on her face to get into the, the festival spirit. So that was pretty funny to see that picture of Kev Dog. Kenny G and myself and Kev Dog has a face full of glitter. All right, number two. One year I went with Omar and Omar happened to know the number two guy in charge who would run and produce this festival. So we were lucky enough to get a cool ass backstage tour of EDC. We hopped in a golf cart and he showed us everything there was swimming pools back there in production there you know he showed us the backstage artist compound area um the secret ways in and out we were driving on on uh, the banks of the racetrack with the thing with the golf carts the thing i got i'm tired um but one cool thing that sticks out and i always remember is the pyro he took us to a spot where it was just flame after flame and it wasn't even near the stage. It was like in the festival. So we would wait and sit there and look at it. And every time the flame went off, he would be $5,000. That's another $5,000. That's another $5,000. So, and that just kind of gets you into the, the, the thought process of, 
how much is this festival costing Insomniac? And it just makes you appreciate everything everyone behind the scenes does to put on something like that for so many people to enjoy. I thought it was so cool. It was about a 45-minute tour, and we got the ins and outs of you know, all the different stages. We got to see like from behind the scenes. It was really cool, and I really appreciated that from Omar and Forrest, who gave us the tour. So thanks for that. That was my number two memory. Now, number one. This memory, I wasn't even there for. But it's such a classic EDC moment that it will go down in the history books forever. It involves DJ Khaled, who was invited to perform at EDC. Now, where is EDC? I mentioned it's in Las Vegas, Nevada. But DJ Khaled was late. And there were so many people, first of all, who didn't even want to see DJ Khaled. They were waiting for Yellow Claw. So he comes late and he starts performing and people are just yelling, yellow claw, yellow claw. DJ Khaled's like, we the best, we the best, who you here to see? They're yellow claw. And he's doing what he does best, which is play a couple of songs and then stop the music and then play some more music and then stop the music and yell alongside of it. Another one. So, okay, he's doing his thing. But... He's out of time. He was so late that he's out of time. And then the stage manager comes up to him and pulls the plug. So they're kicking him off the stage. And Khaled takes the mic and does this. They try to cut my shit. We don't want you. We want you. But this is California. This is California. And <laughs> as he's in Las Vegas, Nevada, that was the funniest thing ever. Now, I happen to know the stage manager now. I happen to get to know him. And I hope to get him on the podcast because he's going to tell the story much better than I am. And he could get us, he could get a little more insight into that night and why they had to cut him off. But Chase, you are the man. And you uh, forever give me my top EDC moment that I wasn't even there for. <laughs> All right, Jenkses. Well, I think that's it for this week. As always, I appreciate you listening. And remember, if you are not a Patreon member, this will be the last free episode for a while. You know, until you get one a month. But if you hop over to Patreon, you won't miss a show. And then you get to interact with the Jenksta community. Until next time. Bum 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 Janky Town. We got the squish. They try to cut my shit. We don't want you. We want you.